The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. And we are live, episode 119 of the Better on Draft. It is Pops. Groundhog Day. It is Groundhog Day. There we go. <laughs> Obviously, for the video, you can see this is take two as we're trying to uh, talk into the I mic. Got you, but uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Hope you're all doing well. Nick, what are you drinking? <laughs> Double, sorry. Double fisting. I got the uh, Stone Jokovesa Chard. That's that. Wow. That big bottle the, that we the killed. bomber's runner somewhere. Yeah, it's over by Ken. It's over by me. I showed and then uh, I cracked open an odd side Hazel's nuts. Nice. Yeah. Is it a new one or is it? Uh, it's the most recent. Oh. Matt, what's going on? Hi, Ken. How are you? Good. How are you? Are your arms tired? Uh, yeah, I did a lot of flying today, didn't I? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> I, and thankfully, I had a nice long break. You know, American Airlines was like, you know, Ken. You had a long day. I know you just flew 20 minutes from Asheville to Charlotte, and I know you have a two-hour layover. We're just going to make it a four-hour layover. Oh, jeez. So they rounded it up for you. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say <laughs> Were that. Were you preloaded on your Netflix downloads? Um, I, I was not. Oh. I was not. You done fucked up by Aaron. But the Charlotte <laughs> airport does have nice free Wi-Fi. The reason I know this is, is that out of the, I would say no joke, a dozen times I flew in and out of the Charlotte airport, I've uh, either been... Stuck there overnight once, uh, as well as stopped and delayed probably 70% of the time. What I have found is that uh, I just download a, sh- a whole series on Netflix, so wherever I am, I can just just watch it. To be honest, I was just podcasting it up, kind of relaxing. I had uh, I had MSNBC up on my phone for a little bit because I got YouTube TV, so was uh, was watching a little TV, a little news, but... Yeah, yeah, it was definitely an interesting flight, to say the least. And then, of course, I'm in a damn American Eagle puddle jumper for the long flight from Charlotte to Michigan, <laughs> as opposed to, like, one you of mean, the bigger ones. You mean ones. the apparel company? The Aeropostale uh, uh, rival? Uh, is that American Eagle, too? American Eagle Outfitters. Yeah. 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 American Eagle the, the yeah. smaller player version. <laughs> the American Eagle is the smaller version of... American Airlines. No, like, I get that. I get that. I was, I yeah, was making yeah. a... I, I figured it out. I was like, did I get it wrong, too? Because I could have been. Maybe you did. I, maybe I'm born with it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what's going on? Maybe it's Charlie Sheen. Uh, ooh, nice. Uh, not much. Uh, big props to uh, to uh, uh, a certain call center that I work with that is in a very big plant that sits on Telegraph in Plymouth. I'm not going to mention him by name because, you know, you're not, I guess you're not supposed to do that. Uh, but of course, there was a little bit. We'll of call a, him George. Yeah, we we'll, go George. We'll, we'll call him. We'll, we'll call him George. And uh, basically, they uh, we had a little situation in Taylor where a man decided to be disgruntled and yeah. shoot and kill his boss, and then steal a truck, and then go off and kill somebody else. It just so happened that that particular diesel engine has a little system that we keep track of, and so the trucking company gave our call center a call we were able to lo- locate that truck and, and help in finding the suspect so big props to them on yeah. that yeah 
Well, well uh, what about you? Uh, what, what are you up to? What are I, you drinking? I, I'm drinking a Weyerbacher 22nd and some of the uh, Shokovesa, charred Shokovesa, which is, like, I guess to me, not that great. You can smell the heat. You can't taste it. And it's, it's okay. I felt, like, I felt like there was a Robert Palmer joke in there somewhere, but I'm all right. <laughs> Maybe an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Makes a little half and You know, half. Robert Palmer was in a band, you know. I know. Yeah. Feel the heat. No, it was like it was Power Station or something. Yeah, well, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It could be the fact that I'm <laughs> you, you're so such tired. a youngin. Ken. I, I am a youngin. I am a youngin. You as much youngin. as you guys have more hair than me, uh, I think everyone in the studio has a, a claim to that. Yeah, so. I think you have more hair than me just because you have. I got, face. I got the nice little. Yeah, yeah you, you grow like the Sidney Crosby face, like yeah. the, the Sidney Crosby beard. Yeah. I can't. I can. That it makes would take, no. so punchable. No. <laughs> it would take me a year to grow what Nick grows in like twenty minutes. Were we talking on his face or yeah. on his chest? Uh, probably both. Sure, I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on another man's chest here. I was gonna say he needs to start wearing deep V, show it off a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Gotta let that, uh, that won't. That won't fly. No, we got no. it on camera. We can see it. No. So we do have uh, guests in studio. <laughs> we do. Uh, it's been uh, a couple years actually since you guys have yeah, uh, been so. in studio. But welcome. Uh, why don't we start right here and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm John. Uh, I own Dearborn Brewing, and I brought friends. Yeah. You did bring <laughs> friends. Who do we got next to you? Hi, my name's Daniel. I'm one of the brewers at Dearborn Brewing. How old are you? I'm 22 years old. Are you sure? <laughs> Don't check my ID. <laughs> did, did, did he pro- fill out like a proper W-9 and stuff like that? Like, yes, he did. <laughs> Like, I, I, I don't know if I trust them. Yeah. Do you e-verify your employees? Yes. E-verify. <laughs> and word. finally at the end? I'm Gail. I'm one of the brewers. Welcome, welcome. Well, we're glad you guys are here. So how has it been two years since uh, you guys opened? I don't even think you guys were open when you first came on. You guys um, were uh, just talking about getting through the procedures. I think we had just gotten the doors open and we had started in – on a very bad foot because of the rush and the delays and everything. And so it's been it's been an adventure. It's been an adventure. Well, obviously you've gained employees because you're not brewing anymore from what you were telling me. Not very much. Not very much. Uh, it's been a couple months since I've been in the brew house on a brew day. So be honest. I go up and visit it every once in a while. Has, has the beer improved since you left? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> that was very nice. So what is it that you guys are making? Like what's your, your biggest seller right now? Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? Probably our model IPA. Yeah, that, that one's out on distribution, so it's kind of got a, a leg up on everything else. Where are you guys um, getting distro at? Um, the model IPA is at Ford's Garage in Dearborn. Okay. Along with the yeah. oatmeal stout. Good brew. Good brew. Yeah. Yeah. Can't how's, go wrong with that, man. How's the uh, what's that, the white Bronco? Are you guys still making it? Or? Yeah, yeah, we're still it making right it. That's oh, you guys brought it here today. Here, yeah. Well, that's a good segue into that. We should yeah. uh, start pouring that around and uh, get some glasses. So that's your New England IPA, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah this one's uh, probably do, do a bit. gloves to? No, it's probably a bit drier than most. Uh, it's got a lot more grapefruit instead of orange and stuff like that. A little bit different citrus. And... Do you guys feel obligated to make a New England IPA since everyone else is doing it, or a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit, a little peer pressure? But um, just a splash for you. I think Thank it you. had mostly to do with OJ Simpson. Yeah, it, it actually came out. When he came out, the the the, <laughs> the, the day we were setting it up for release. Nice. 
um, like a week before it was coming out, the news got out that he was scheduled to be released on on this day. <laughs> so, oh wow. <laughs> October 1st. Yeah, and I had already been joking around about, you know, well, if it's a juicy IPA, it's like, I should call it Light Bronco. I mean, we're in Dearborn, and there was the car chase and everything. (laughs) Right. So it just kind of worked out that way. But our our regular mug club members, I I think they'd string me up if I ever tried to get rid of it at this point. Oh, so it's a good hit. I I think we're seeing that with a lot of people, like a lot of reluctant – um, New England IPA is being made, but I think everyone's just enjoying them. I think that trend is definitely going to be in here for a little bit. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just kind of a happy accident. Like I think somebody did it, and it just caught on that people are now able to go anywhere and kind of have a similar style of beer. I think it's just it's it's almost like a necessity now. Like almost every brewer has to have it, right? I think they have to have it in their repertoire. I don't know if they have to have it. You know, on on the tap, um, I think it's you know a nice. You know, the thing about craft beer is it's when you go craft house to craft house. You know, if you have a New England IPA, it's such a distinct style. Whether if you like them or not, if you like them, you can go pretty much anywhere. You have an idea of what the flavor profile is going to be. Whereas if you have like a West Coast IPA or just a standard IPA, it could run the gamut of so many different, you know, hop flavors, you know, adjuncts. Um, whereas the New England IPA is still kind of an unbastardized beer. So if you like one, you go to a new place, you can feel comfortable. You're probably going to like their New England IPA, and then you can kind of play the board and kind of go, well, am I more of a hoppy person or more of a a multi-person? So what were you doing before you were brewing? Because obviously I just assumed you were in high school. Learning to crawl? (laughs) Yeah. Damn. So I went to Schoolcraft College for brewing and distilling. And there you I go. Yeah. A couple months ago. So because of them, I got my job at Dearborn Brewing. So All right. All right. Did you apply for our scholarship or were you a little too late? No, for... I, didn't, uh, I didn't apply for any scholarships. Oh, we were giving away. We gave away a bunch of money. Yeah, we did. Yeah, $2,000. Um, yeah, we appreciate uh, the help with that. So you guys just found him straight through Schoolcraft or did he apply? Um. He got recommended to me uh, by Annette May. Oh, okay. Huh? We uh, we had put a posting up, and I think Annette saw it on either your page or the Masher's page yep. when uh, when you had posted it, and it got shared to Schoolcraft, and then I got an email from Annette and said, hey, we've, we've got someone who's kind of local we think would be a good fit. And she was right. Oh, and she is with nice. most things beer. Very cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> and h- how did you get into brewing over at Dearborn? Um, I retired uh, from Dearborn Schools, and uh, an opportunity came up, and I asked John if he was interested. And I had been a home brewer for about 17 years. Um, I'm a beer judge, and uh, so he jumped you got your at it. BJCP qualifications? Yeah, Grandmaster one. Oh, Sorry. Excuse I need to go seat somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> no worries. We had two in the two in the state. Nice. Wow. Who's the yeah. other one, dude? You know? Mike Winnie. I, I don't know who that is. Is he's, that he's actually in Berkeley? Okay. Well, say, I yeah. think oh. I know a name. Somebody that name. Yeah, Mike Winnie's doesn't close seem by. like that common huh. of a name. So, well, yeah, no, because um, I played pickleball in the summer, and I'm wondering if that's the same guy. Small world if it is. 
Well, you're gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna yeah next get, uh, his, get his tasting. Yeah, I'm like, uh, are yeah. you are you a beer judge by any chance? So said, do you do you judge your beers more harsh because they're your beers or definitely? Yeah, yeah. I think any home brewer does really. I think that's why I can never homebrew. <laughs> I think every brewer does. <laughs> yeah, home not even homebrewer or professional. Yeah. I think you're always your own, own worst, worst enemy. critic. I. I yeah, I, I kind of feel that way because I don't know. I thought the with, one beer that I made was pretty good. So I mean, I'm kind of looking at that bottle like I really don't want to open that because I'm afraid of how that's going to taste. But you know, some were good, some were eh. And you know, I've got the the, the carboy sitting sitting in the in the basement right now with uh, hopefully what is going to turn out into a stout. Um, I, I had thought. Of throwing Oreos into it until uh, one of my friends, uh, my, my man Leland, he told me, uh, don't do that because there's an absolute shit ton of fat in Oreos and it's going to completely ruin the beer and completely dashed my hopes. What if there's and, low fat Oreos for you? I mean, even then I'm or thinking maybe it fat is fat. I'm thinking it's going to do, you know, it, it's going to completely screw it up. So I said, all right, screw this. I'm just going to go to the store. I, I went and got some cocoa nibs, threw, that, threw those in there, and now I've got this, like, a couple of vanilla beans that are just sitting in bourbon. I'm just waiting for, like, a week and a half, and I'm just going to dump it in there and see what happens. See, they, they got reduced fat chocolate sandwich cookies for Oreos. I, I, Apparently I, that's the, <laughs> the official title, Oreo chocolate sandwich cookie. Well, I guess I guess going, going back to her point in terms of just, you know, being my own judge, I, I know – in my heart of hearts, I'm, I'm going to take a gallon of that and put it in a gallon jug and just say to hell with it. I'm throwing Oreos in it anyway, just to, just to, because maybe we should. Uh, I'm being told it's not going to work, so, so I, they can't be wrong. Yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. Just they to can see be what anything happens. but wrong. I mean, uh, but if it ain't wrong, it ain't right. I feel like there's a Billy Joel joke in there. For, <laughs> you may be wrong, but all I know, you may be right. <laughs> if you can get the fat to come to the surface. If you do it in a small amount and the fat comes to the surface, you can always scoop Skin it off it. and then, you know, reblend it back into the, the rest of the beer and minimize the damage that the fat would do on the head retention and everything. Hmm. What he said. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, but oh, okay. he, he he said it first. Okay. I figured out the school. I figured the schoolcraft guy would. That that you know, sounds like something I should rather yeah. I should do I in a bucket <laughs> rather than a carboy because because obviously you can't scoop out the fat in, you know, essentially it, it's like you're trying to put a ship in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you could do extracts too. Yeah, so yeah. Loran extracts, you know, do some chocolate, some vanilla. You could always randle your beer through some Oreos. That's Angela's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we're, then, then don't yeah, they? Don't they? Have, isn't there an Oreo cereal too? Yes, there Oreos. is. We could use Oreos. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we could do that. <laughs> Oreo O's. That's Oreo. It. Uh, is, is that what the name yeah, of it is? is Oreo O's. I thought they were just Oreos. No, they're Ore- Oreo O's. Is, is this where we make the obligatory cereal mash joke? <laughs> <laughs> if she were here, yes. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we need to start our French Press Fridays and, and have her start just bringing things in Still here. Still wait for that avocado. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Avocado don't. That, that's all fat. Oh. So what have you guys been experiment, experimenting with this or this past year, I guess you could say, in regards to beers? Like something that maybe is out of your comfort level. I don't know. What have we done like, in the past oh, year that's been pretentious crazy? Pretentious Toad? Yeah, we did, we did the, the triple for the fall beer fest, the Pretentious Toad. We used, uh, we used a bunch <laughs> of honey instead of uh, beet sugar. To give it a little bit of a honey note, 
Um, mm-hmm. The name actually came – it's an inside joke at the brewery from one of our bartenders' former jobs where someone referred to someone else as a pretentious toad and was calling people a bunch of names on Twitter and ended up getting themselves fired. Mm. She was telling us this one day and we're like – Hey, Pretentious Toad would be a fun beer name. <laughs> so, <laughs> Definitely sticks with you for sure. Um, but we did that one. Uh, we've got the Weapons Grade Winter Warmer making a comeback for the Winter Beer Fest again this year. That was the Ghost Pepper Barley Wine that we took out last year. Wow. Honey Imperial <laughs> IPA? Yep. Yeah, that's Daniel's first uh, first full all-him recipe. Uh-huh. Not to necessarily say it's a clone, but it's like a lot of like hop slam. Uh, kind of, but uh, not as boozy and not as ex- overly hoppy as Hop Slam, I would say. Very mild. You can't tell it's going to be 13%. Oh, shit. Whoa. Damn. Aren't you I'm supposed sold. to be able to tell that Damn. it's 13%? I, I don't care. I'm sold. <laughs> Damn, 13%. So shit. make sure you have a chair for Rob. Yeah. Yep. He'll be on tap eventually in our tap room, so... He'll probably just park himself at your booth. I mean, at, at 13, I'm... Yeah. It'll be the end for the day. You'll have that sip and you'll be done. It'll be his first one, though, too. That, that's fine. <laughs> like all beer fest, yes. The, the first beer that I have at a beer fest always seems to have to be at least 12%. So what? what is... You know, talk to me about the beer festivals. What's beneficial for you guys when you guys attend the beer festivals? Like, what does it do for... You know, a small microbrewery in Dearborn to go out to Grand Rapids. Gets our name out there. And we were shocked last year when we went out there at the number of people that uh, used to live in Dearborn and live out on the west side of the state. And they're like, they'd come up and, oh, wow, you know, Dearborn's finally got a brewery. So it it was really, you know, it, it helps get the word out, I think, is the big thing. Plus, it's just a lot of fun, and I get to see a lot of friends. And I love going to the beer festivals. Uh, we just did the conference a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. And it's just great when you can get together with other people from other small breweries and kind of commiserate and go, oh, good, you guys make those mistakes too. It's not just us, <laughs> you know. And it, it makes you feel like you're not out on an island you know, dealing with all this crazy stuff all by yourself, you talk to other people and like, oh, you guys deal with that too. Okay, I feel better about it now. It still sucks, but you know, at least it's not just us. How has the uh, the ginger has no soul gone over at the, the at least the fall <laughs> festival? That That's went awesome. over great. Um, I think I finally stopped getting the death, stre- death threats from some of the Mug Club members because it isn't on yet. But uh, <laughs> oh, I thought there was going to be death wow. threats for other reasons, but because it's not right. on. God. We have souls. <laughs> Damn it. It was really great when a ginger person would come up and say, like, someone told us we had to try this beer. And it's just like, yes, get over here. <laughs> See? That- what color is it? Like a pale or is it like an auburn color? It's bad. Yeah, it's a nice, <clears throat> vibrant red colored beer. Was there any ginger made in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, not it was, the type of people. But no, the... it was uh, fresh ginger. <laughs> so we to go soiling on that one. Yeah, I wasn't going for that. I was just curious if there's ginger in the beer. There no, we'll, be we'll ginger... save that for the green beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, because we mentioned it in the our fall beer festival lineup. We did, and thank you. No problem. We saw so that, yeah. We, that were, was... we were curious to see how it, it's gone over, because we've had a lot of breweries reach out to us and say, you know, hey, thanks for doing this, because a lot of people will go to it, because we get about 
I want to say like a hundred thousand people look at that page, which is crazy for the amount of like we just named twenty beers. We're not we're not doing any research on this stuff. We're like, oh, this looks like twenty funniest named beers. Yeah, twenty funniest are like it's when when you're going through the beer fest list and you're seeing beers and you're like you're seeing maybe a little brief description. You're like that actually sounds really good. Like if we saw worth last week nowhere in particular the milkshake mango IPA with like lactose and vanilla. I'd be like, all right, I don't like it, but I'll try it. Right. <laughs> it just yeah. it just seems so weird. So that's that's pretty much what we do. Well, that, our, that our actually, list. I've actually kind of come to recognize some of that with the beer fests coming from the car, the auto industry. The beer fests are a lot like the 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 auto show now, where if you just show up with like your normal, you know, production stuff, everyone just kind of looks at it and goes, eh. Nothing to see here, you know. Move along. Right. So the the beer fests have really kind of become uh, okay. What can we? What kind of crazy stuff can we do to get noticed? That's that's the one thing I just I don't understand with a lot. Well, you know, for you guys, you have a small distro to where no matter what, a lot of people are going to be trying your stuff. But when Atwater comes out with Purple Gang Pills or Bell's comes out with Oberon, I'm like, I've, I've had this beer. I can go get it right mm-hmm. next door on draft, no matter what, or the next two doors down because it's. Oberon. Like, right. I, I just don't understand why they bring some of those beers, but at some points, a lot of people like the beer, and they're going to they're gonna drink it anyways. Yeah. Right. And plus, I think, you know, with having to make it through two days, they, they got to bring at least one thing that is recognizable, and then, you know, obviously have those other experimentalists say, you know what? All right, I had my Oberon. Let me, let me grab this, uh, you know, whiskey barrel cherry stout, just to give this a shot. That must be from the uh, either the fall beer festival or uh, the winter beer fest. Yeah, yeah. With the whiskey barrel, are you guys barrel aging anything for the winter fest? No, not not this year. We're we're making inquiries on some barrels and trying to figure out where the hell we would put them at the brewery. <laughs> I, I agree. I did the tour of your brewery. I walked both to the left and to the right, yeah. and I saw Actually, everything. Ten, we both did. Yeah, yeah. We at the when we were there for Midwest Media Expo, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah just use them as tables. Yeah. Not too much room. No. Well, that's what. Um, it. That's okay. I was going to say North Center Brewing, one of our sponsors. You can go check them out over on North Center Road, just south of Baseline. They have the ones that they just tapped last week. They were hiding them in plain sight, right under their shuffleboard I was table. Say, they don't have a lot of room either. <laughs> you go left, and then you see the entire brew space. You go right, it's and all you see this little roof. kitchen. <laughs> A little cold up there. Roof aged. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> I can just see the temp. Just the changes of temp would just be ridiculous. Yeah, maybe that would be fun. I think you'd be wasted. Yeah, I think you would skunk your beer faster than anything. I don't know if you'd skunk it because it wouldn't get light. Oh, we could do that. Lacto. Put a beer on the roof. Fiddler on the roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. water. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to have to talk to the landlord and see. Uh, talk to Chuck about getting a high low to get it up there on the roof. Wait, just put like a. Just don't talk up. to him about getting it back. And you're like, well, I, I assumed we would get it back one day. Right. <laughs> so you guys have been open for about two years. Uh, two and a half. Okay. So what is the biggest thing that you've learned since opening? There's a lot more paperwork than I thought there was going to be. <laughs> How so? Um, just the, the tax stuff and as we've you know gotten busier and Gail and Daniel are brewing damn near every week now, um, just keeping up with the invoices, the packing slips, the inventory. It's, it 
all administrative work for me now. I, I like to joke. It's like, yeah, I got promoted to paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow I still don't seem to have any more time to, to relax or you know, do anything fun. Now, does your boss let you drink while you do your paperwork? Uh, once in a while, but then she gets a little cranky if I have too many. <laughs> <laughs> so what is – is there a moment when <clears throat> you opened or when you were starting that you said – you know, this is why I do what I do. Have you had that like moment of clarity or or, or self assurance? Oh, yeah. yeah, a bunch of times. Um, we've actually got someone from U of M Dearborn working with us on some marketing things right now, and he was talking to me the other night about you know being an entrepreneur and stuff like that. It's part of the program that he's in, and yeah, there, there's just something, and it's not it's not an arrogance, and I don't even know if it's a pride thing, but when you walk in, like. When we walked in tonight, we were off dropping off the grains and you walk in and you see people have tables pulled together and the bar is full and people are just there having a good time. You just kind of look around and go, wow, I actually pulled this off. You know, this is there, – there's just something there where you, you created something, you know, you're, you're filling a need in, in your community and it it's just a, a feeling I can't really really describe. So over to the brewers, um, is there any recipe that you guys are hiding or kind of sitting on that you're about to, you know, try to sell? Uh, um, this is the moment you can put them on the spot and say, hey, I really want to do this kind of beer. And we are recording, I believe, so you can't renege. Of course there are many, many recipes. Well, I know we're getting our small wine license soon, or we're working Hopefully, on Hopefully, yeah, we're working on it. More paperwork. Yeah. More paperwork. As long as the government doesn't shut down again, we might get it <laughs> in a couple weeks or so. <laughs> we will oh, get God. When, when, we were, when we were opening, they were flirting with that when we were applying, applying for our TTB's Brewer's Notice originally. Back, this would have been about three, three and a half years ago when the application was in. And every time I would hear them start talking about it, that on the news, I'm not kidding you, you'd start seeing this nervous twitch start <laughs> developing above my eye. <laughs> like, don't do it, don't do it, dear dear God, don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, one day, wine, cider, kabucha, all all of the above at Dearborn Brewing. So nice. I'm excited for that. Gail, is there anything in your uh, your back pocket that you've always wanted to play with but just never had the chance oh there's so many um so many of well, what we, I, have, we have two hours so go <laughs> feel free so many of what i really want to do is session beers and i i have a real passion for that um i think that we don't get enough attention for our session beers um they are very <clears throat> drinkable you could come in you could have many pints of them which of course from a brewer standpoint you know from an owner standpoint really uh lends to some some cash flow. And then there's Daniel over here trying to bomb everybody on one pint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one pint, you're good. Challenge accepted. Are you also running an Uber service by chance? <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I was thinking Lyft, you get more money. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> or you could just rent a rickshaw and just take them right down yeah. Michigan Avenue. <laughs> Yeah, I should go talk to the city about those pedal pubs or something, you know. Yeah, the bikes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you talk sessions, and I know session IPAs are really huge, but you're thinking about maybe moving into like session stouts or sours or? Um, I love sours. And anything from 3.2 up to like 5.2, that's my passion. And that's what I really like to do. And that's what I really experiment with. I love sours. And that's kind of where my mindset is. Do you want to – are you 
a proponent of putting fruit in the sours, or do you want the the sour to speak for itself? I like half and half. Um, I like to do like half sour and half fruit, and then we can compare and see what comes from that. Um, I've got quite a few uh, in my basement. <laughs> you Did know, you bring half any? and halves? No, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. I say, as, yeah. as Matt is sitting here drinking Bell's Larry's. Yeah, Larry's I'm trying. I saw it. I figured I'd, I'd grab it. I've heard terrible things about it, so I figured I'd. And it's not bad. I was actually over in Gross Point, and I had the uh, IPA sour by Jolly Pumpkin, which is probably the weirdest wrestling match my palate's ever done with itself. <laughs> because on one point you get the hops, and then you get. A kick to the face with sudden, just that like, sour note. Coco Beware comes out. And, Coco <laughs> Beware. <laughs> you get the 619 wow. from the sour. Oh, my gosh. So what have you learned, though? Is there something that has really kind of been a prevailing theme, uh, maybe that you've had to adjust since opening up the brewery? Um, it's more complicated. Okay, how so? Um, I, I, I originally thought, you know, the bigger system – you know, I, I would joke that you know it, it's still driving. It's just the difference between driving a Fiesta and a Freightliner. But they're huge. When you <laughs> huge, Ken looks confused. When you scale up like that, and some of the differences in equipment and things like that. Um, yeah, when we opened, I think we found pretty much every Achilles heel in that system, one by one, as they caused problems for us, and mm-hmm. we just worked through getting everything cleaned up and figured out so it was it was really a learning experience it was one that i really wanted to get out of the way before we got the doors opened but our contractor being what they were we told them you know first things first get the brew house up and running so we can get that dialed in and get things you know get to practicing on it and so naturally it was the very last thing they ever worked on so but they're they're happily not causing problems for anybody anymore so are you still <laughs> brewing on your original system that you guys installed and started on? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. what what advice would you have to someone that is just beginning to start a brewery or considering, uh, you know, starting? What what landmines did you step on that you look back on and said, "Oh, I could have easily just changed and done it this way and not ran into that." Um, you know, equipment wise, and that I don't think it was too much. It was just the unfamiliarity and having to jump right in because frankly we had been delayed to the point where it was like, okay, we either open now and start getting some revenue in or this thing is you know, dead and gone before it ever even gets off the ground. Uh, we we were that close to insolvency. It seems like a lot of breweries kind of get to that point. And I, I think, you know, and, th- and that goes back to the whole, you know, estimate how much money you think you're going to need, then double it type of advice, which is really good advice, but especially coming out of a recession, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, you know, we, we talk to banks on a regular basis about just refinancing things and that, you know, just, just like any you know, business would these days, but we still get places like, oh, well, you haven't been, you know, doors open for three full years yet, so we can't talk to you. Like, okay, well. I'll go down the street and I'll find someone who will and nice knowing you. You know, don't don't come back in five years and go, hey, we can really help you. But um, yeah, there's 
Might have changed the design around a little bit. Um, would definitely have liked a better drainage system in the in the back of the brewery. But sure. who Maybe knows if slope floors they were supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Again, contractor, and that was just a nightmare that you know, I could probably write a book on. And they came very highly recommended. They'd done a bunch of work for a bunch of people that I that I talked to, and they all had nice things to say. But at the point that they got to us, they had overextended themselves, and they were out running around trying to find other jobs to get deposits on, so they could pay their people to come. You know, and they, basically they started forgetting to show up and work oh, on the jobs they had Ooh. contracts for. So, oh, did you not tell them that you had beer? <laughs> well, yeah, I kept yeah. <laughs> telling them that if they'd finished the brew house, you know, we could make beer, but. Yeah, it just got to the point where it was infuriating. I mean, you had to basically show up every morning and babysit to make sure they actually showed up, you know, seven seven thirty, and actually started working on the job and everything. And so it was, it was a nightmare at that point. But we got through it and got the doors open. And now, you know, now we just try to get a bit better each day. How many uh, taps you guys got going right now? Uh, right now we have. 12 going. We have a jockey box sitting on the counter and we're running two taps off of that too. Nice. So what took you into brewing? Well, I did one home brew at my house and I used Mr. Beer Kit. Came yes. out horrible. <laughs> the kit. Put it in uh, mason jars and they all exploded. And I was oh. like, oh. I need to figure out how to do this. <laughs> Damn. So I heard on the radio, Schoolcraft College opened up a brewery and they're starting a brewing program. So I was like, yeah, I'll go look to see how this was. And they're like, well, in two semesters, you can have a certificate and I guarantee you a job in a brewery. I'm like, sign me up. So, and the rest is what they say is history, right? Yeah, that, that's a, a pretty ballsy guarantee. Yeah, it is. A... I was gonna wow. say, I for for if if I was you, I would have been so skeptical. Like, gonna guarantee me a job in a brewery? What what brewery? Yeah, they <laughs> like, didn't tell me which one. So, like, is it like a brewery that's scheduled to be open in twenty twenty, or like what's the timeline <laughs> on this brewery that I can get a job in? Right. Yeah. But I mean, getting getting a um, recommendation from Annette May is pretty big in regards to who she is and what she represents within the community. Yeah. And yeah. all her knowledge that she knows, like she is huge in regards to promoting women in the business as well as the business itself. Shout out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I met her at Merchants when she was working at Merchants. Same here. Yep. As yeah. I think that's yep. I think everyone has a story of her at Merchants. Oh yeah, she gave me a talking to when I went in there looking for Black Note. Oh, <laughs> that was oh hold on, hold on, time out. Let's hear this story. Let's hear this. Let's let's cliff oh, notes thirty no, it seconds. Was, it was it was pretty short. It was just I, I was I, I basically she call, call you dumb. A, a friend of mine, uh, we had gone to sidetrack out in Ypsilanti for a uh, Bell's beer pairing, and it was one of the the few times I'd ever even had a taste of Bell's Black Note, and. I had heard through the grapevine at that point, and of course, I was not a part of any of the Facebook groups. Uh, but uh, it had it had come to me that it was a possibility that Black Note was coming out again. So I had stopped in there, and I had approached her. I asked her, "Hey, um, I was curious if you're aware of at any point is Black Note coming out?" And as pretty, I guess, a net fashion. <laughs> I just put it like that. She just pretty much looked at me and said, "I have absolutely no idea when that's coming out. It's it's. I, why are you even asking me this? This is not this. this we don't know. We we don't know." I'm like, Ooh. I was like, "Shit! I just came in here asking about the beer." 
And it's just like I was like, all right, I'm just going to. I'm sure you were probably the fiftieth person that day probably. asking for that beer and, too. And I, I, I have. It's okay if you know running into that. You know, people have their bad days, and you know, it certainly did not stop me from going in there to shop again, thinking, oh my god, I can't believe how fucking rude she was. Like, no, it's like <laughs> you know, people have their crazy ass days. I'm like, this if, if she doesn't know, she doesn't know. That that's what I took from it. But it was just like, damn, she. She's just raw today. <laughs> yeah, I've learned. Um, was she delirious as well? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Like for me, in regards to like those types of beers, I follow a handful of Facebook pages like Holiday or Eight Degrees or Is a Tuna Liquor over on Rochester Hills, just south of uh, M59 on Rochester Road. Nice. Go check out Jack. Uh, he always posts when he gets the good stuff, the new stuff. Yeah, he does. The and wall of juice. We the share wall it. Of juice. We share it so you guys can see it as well. Yep. So that's that's what I do is, is I follow those pages and that when it's something really off the wall, like does this distro here, does this exist in Michigan, that's when I'll call or I'll be like, hey, can you get – is this is this possible to get? Because yeah. if it's possible to get, Jack can get it. And that doesn't just go for like beer. That goes for liquor. Mm-hmm. That goes for wine. Uh, just like my, uh, my mother had some type of uh, like blackberry or, you know – some type of really weird fruit wine, mm-hmm. and there we couldn't find any. And I finally found one in mid Michigan, like near, uh, kind of like where the um, like Midland Bay City area. Yeah, and he found it, he got it, and now my mother goes there once a week to get her bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe less. Well, I shouldn't say my mother. My father will go pick it up for her. Yeah. And, uh, uh, bring it. My mom's not a big drinker, so it takes her like an entire week, week and a half to finish one mm-hmm. bottle of wine. She'll have like a half a glass every other day. <laughs> but that's the thing is that – and you guys were talking about it with the ginger has no soul and having a beer, but you just can't procure it. You can't make it. You can't make it fast enough or you can't keep it on tap long enough because, one, you have all these other beers that you have to make, you have to produce, and you can't just overmake it because, you know, the second you overmake it is the second that it's going to stop selling. Just asked, uh, who makes pumpkin? Southern, Southern Tier. Southern Tier. Yeah. And all those 2016 bottles of Southern Tier pumpkin that's still laying around in shelves. Somewhere. Yeah. That, that, that pumpkin fad came and went so fast it was ridiculous. Thank God it just left. Thankfully. <laughs> I, I, I like pumpkin beers, so I, I don't like anything pumpkin. Pum- everything pumpkin is bad. Oh, see, I'll give you, I got one at home. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right, fine. Don't threaten <laughs> me with a good time. Hey, that is my line. <laughs> you steal my line at the end of every show. Oh, nice job, Matt. You knocked the microphone over and then hit the damn bell. I saved it. All right. You knocked it over. Thanks, Zach. Well, guys, we are going to take a uh, quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Better on Draft Podcast. <laughs> And we are back, better on Draft Podcast, episode 119, Dearborn Brewing, still in studio with us. Thank you very much. So before we kind of go back and uh, ask you guys a few more questions, because I know we want to talk a little bit more uh, to your brewers, I definitely had an interesting week, to say the least. So I was in Asheville, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to Asheville before. You went to a Budweiser plant. I Well, technically, yes. Um, <laughs> go, going to Asheville... So there, there's this area in Asheville where there's a good 10 breweries within walking distance of each other. And not like, oh, I could walk that. No, they're, they're like two, three blocks each away from each other. And I'm going there. So I started off at Wicked Weed, 
which the beer was really, really good. The, the, I had the brown ale, which was an American style, so I was sad. Uh, but they had like a French toast porter, I believe, which was really Ooh. on point. Uh, and then a banana Foster's Hefe. What? And I was not expecting something good, but it was definitely the best beer there for sure. Wow. So I, I got to talking, and I'm talking to the bartender. And I'm like, you know, what what happened when it was announced that Anheuser-Busch purchased you guys? And he said, well, the very first day, we were dead. People did not come in. People were pissed. People were angry. Uh, I guess the city of Asheville is angry because the city of Asheville doesn't want uh, big-named brewery, not big, or big-named corporations, I should say, within um, its entire city. To that. <laughs> did, they, did they have a Walmart? Uh, I, no, I don't think so. I think the Walmart was outside the city limits. Hey, so right. the entire point of business and commerce, I'd like to do a little PSA for Asheville, North Carolina. If any business is really good, it becomes popular and it becomes a big business. Just in case, you know, they I, I, I think they were, they were going for, like, the big businesses, like your Walmarts, your um, – I'm trying to think of what else. Is Amazon, Amazon. Amazon allowed to ship there? I, I would assume yeah. so. Are they allowed they to wear have, Nikes? They're not, they don't have property there. That's the point is to not have property there. You're, you're, bas- you're basically okay. like like big box stores and, you know, you're, yeah, like your Walmart. Like a Best Buy. Like a, like a, they probably you have You take your commerce and you but, get out. Don't make me oh be a mixed mic, too. That was completely the wrong accent, by the way. <laughs> Continuing on. So went to Wicked Weed and, you know, the guy was telling me uh, it was dead the first day. And then everyone pretty much forgot about it. Like, he said the first few weeks it was a little rough in regards to, like, tips were down, business was down. And then everything was business as usual a couple weeks later. And he said, you know, a few things are different. It's getting a little more corporate in regards to the employees. But he's like, but now I have health benefits and all these other th- I'm like, I, like I, that's the first. I, I didn't even think of that. In regards to the fact that when a business like Anheuser-Busch buys you, you're going to have health benefits because they have to give it to you because they're that big of a company. Right. So are they also – like I know here in Michigan, you get like 265 if you're like in the wait staff and then you live off tips. Do they have a regulated wage now? Did not know if they have a regulated wage. I would assume that their wage is probably the same. <clears throat> In regards to how much they were making, so if it was like a tipped wage versus a uh, a minimum wage, then they were making probably the tipped wage or whatever. I mean, bartenders usually make a little bit more than the tipped wage, anyways, wherever you go. But the entire place was really nice. Walked in, uh, didn't have any food there. Uh, ate at another brewery, which I'll bring up in just a moment. So went there, went to the Funkatorium. We took a video of it and uh, showed you guys their giant room of barrels that they're uh, making beer in. And it's it was crazy because people were packed. Like the whole place was packed. All these breweries were packed, and this was like a Tuesday night too. I went to Twin Leaf Burial. Um, I went to a, a place called Tasty Beverage, which is kind of like eight. Imagine eight degrees Detroit, but spread out like a party source. Yeah, but so there there was like a draft, a bunch of draft there. We I had CBS there. It was just kind of sitting there, like, oh hey, what's going on? Hey. Oh, you know what that reminds me of champagnes. Champagnes, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> R.I.P. So they had no, they had no. <laughs> uh, Abyss, I believe. All the variants of Abyss just From sitting the on the shelf. Wow. Yeah. 
like the rum barrel, the whiskey barrel, the tequila barrel, and I'm that, like, that whiskey barrel's amazing. I'm like, oh, well, I wish I had space to take you home. <laughs> so through my whole thing, I found I ended at White Labs, which is this like yeast and it's it, it's like a science place that like yep cultivates yeast and does all these other things, and they make beer. And their beers were pretty good. They had two alts on draft, which was ridiculous. So you were in heaven. I was. I was, but it was <laughs> my last. This is where God brought me on purpose. It was my last stop, so I only had one beer. Um, but, man, that entire, like, we skipped over breweries to hit other breweries. So this is definitely a place I did not get to go to what I was informed the correct nickname is Malt Disney World. Oh, okay. Which is Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Can I ask you what brand of hotel you stayed in? Uh, I was in a motel hotel oh, holiday okay. inn. <laughs> <laughs> Express. But what or, you're saying is it went up on a Tuesday. Uh, that's that's the club. The club went up on a Tuesday. Oh, sounds like Malt Disney World went as well. So um, Malt Disney World, I missed. So I missed going to Sierra Nevada. I missed going to New Belgium while I was out there because I definitely had uh, a fun time that first day. I got to meet. So, did you guys know that there's a Guinness Brewery coming to the United States? Yes, I believe it's, isn't yeah. it, it's supposed to be popping up in Maryland, isn't it? Baltimore. Yeah. Yes, the Puritans. For some godly reason, they, they're they, going to they Baltimore. Changed, they changed because they changed laws out there to be able to accommodate them. Really. Yes, I I did not. So I, I got to meet the marketing manager over at uh, Guinness, uh, Daggio Diageo. I was I was mispronouncing it wrong. Diageo Diageo. I was still mispronouncing it the entire. He was correcting me every single time, and it was funny. Um, I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't couldn't like baff and buff, and just couldn't get past it. <laughs> so um, he was out there doing research, and I was enjoying his research <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I'm doing research too. I guess for my show, but I do highly suggest going out to Asheville. If you start at Wicked Weed, you can hit 10 breweries, just walking one-to-one-to-one, to one to one, and then Uber back to your hotel, for sure. Because <laughs> I was not... Um, I was feeling it the next morning, for sure. Feeling it, uh, 6 a.m. rolled around pretty early, and I'm like, whoa. They always say hangovers are happiness borrowed from tomorrow. Happiness borrowed from tomorrow. <laughs> Where'd you get that one from? I don't know. I might have read it on a meme somewhere. We might have even posted it at some point. I was going to say, did you post it today? And I just didn't Not know. recently. No, no. That was. So uh, let's let's start with the youngin. Have, have you been to any of these beer uh, meccas like a Grand Rapids or? I went to Kalamazoo, me, my dad, and my mom. Did you get a my passport? My mom was a DD. Yeah, we did get a passport. We hit about 17 breweries in about 36 hours. Damn, I've been there three times, and my passport maybe has, like, six stamps. Yeah, so we had a DD because my mom doesn't like beer as much. So she would try their root beer or a water or something. But me and my dad would get a flight of every single beer at each place. So. Oh, jeez. I don't remember about half the places we went to. So I was going to say, well, was good. I was going to think. Uh, you remember that the... habanero one, though? Ooh, the habanero beer was very good from uh, One Well. One well? I still One need well. to go there. There was, so the, the Hideout so, or Hideaway Brewery in Grand Rapids. Hideout, hideout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do the the flight ski or flight paddle or whatever, which is like all 40 of their beers in a flight. Oh. Yeah, that's, I, I, well, when I went there, they ran out of, uh, well, they ran out of electricity. Their electricity went out. 
Somebody so, stop cranking in the back. Still, uh, still, still, best customer service I ever had. Because I w- walked in with only so much cash, and he's like, "How much you got? Ten dollars. What do you want?" Well, typically I do a flight and a pint. He's like, "All right, you got it." I'm like, all right. <laughs> so if you do all 40 on the ski, do you get a new liver to go along with that? I know. Or? I mean, <laughs> at, at least, you know, throw you in some T-shirts for the kids or something. <laughs> t-shirts for the kids. <laughs> Trick a lot of kids. Damn. I, I definitely I definitely need to, next time I get out there, I need to go to One Well. Because uh, if you remember, they were at uh, the Fall Beer Fest. And they had that one beer that was brewed with sweet was it water. Well? Yeah, no, it was, but it was it was brewed with sweet water just donuts, and it was. So I've been to one. It was, well. was freaking amazing. I've been to one well, and um, it's kind of nondescript. It's in a, a strip mall. It's just a face in a strip mall, and they just knocked down part of the wall and they took over the spot next door. Yeah, that's so, fine. Uh, you mean, know the rule: if you like it, it's good beer. Thank you. Um, I think I did have the donut beer. Um, I don't recall like saying, "Oh my god, great! This is awesome." But I don't think it was. Did you my dunk? St- did you dunk the donut in the beer? No, I was told. So when I, you walk in, they pretty much sell you beer when you walk in, as opposed to letting you sit down. What an art van! <laughs> no, it was more like a <laughs> like Easter Market. More like Canada. <laughs> no, no, it's like, hey, welcome to One Well. What would you like? Go sit down. Kind of like uh, when you go to Canada. There's a two beer cover. You know, they almost. Oh, like, you gotta sell you gotta buy the uh, two beers from the the waitress with the yeah. the well of beer. Yeah. So. They're like, you have to have this donut beer. I'm like, eh, that does not sound like the kind of beer I want. Oh, no, get the donut beer. I think it tasted more like a, like a jelly beer, but, you know, mm-hmm. filled. But oh. Jelly so, donut? Jelly That's donut, right. yeah. I, I, so, so back to my, my Asheville, because yeah. things are coming back to me. I took photos so I would remember later. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I had a donut beer, which had like a little. Yes. Yes, I, yeah, it's right. I did see that. And I'm like. Do, what do I do with this? Do I dunk the donut in the beer? Do I wait for it to end? And so I'm trying to like drink it with the the donut still on the stick in the beer. And how much white powder did you get on your nose? Well, so it wasn't it wasn't it was almost <laughs> like a, officer, I had a beer, a, a Krispy Kreme <laughs> like uh, a glazed donut, not a, uh, a powdered sugar donut. Ah, so. But yeah, oh my gosh, that that beer the beer was delicious. The donut, meh. I don't like sweets, so I was just right. I, I like sweet flavor, but I just don't like sweets. Like I don't like chocolate. I don't like maybe because it's too rich. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's the the proper term or phrase. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't that's like like a baker's nightmare. I uh, <laughs> I can tell you stories after uh, on the break for sure about being a baker's nightmare. Um, have you guys thought of doing anything experimental, kind of like the the voodoo donut or oh god no chili sriracha sriracha beer? We have a spicy beer. The yeah, weapon grades winter. Well, we got the winter warmer. I've been toying around with some other chili beer ideas and stuff like that, but um, we haven't gotten super crazy yet. We're we're working on it. Kicking no some California ideas Reaper beers. No <laughs> Carolina Reapers. Carolina Reapers. We're thinking Sorry. about taking our Rouge River Red, adding some spicy peppers yeah, to it, like Rouge some, on yeah, Fire. Yeah, some cayennes or something. Call it the Rouge on Fire, just because it would be a fun name. <laughs> I, I still don't understand spice beers like pepper beers. It just it just bothers me. Well, when I, when I did the Winter Warmer, I set out, and sorry, Dad, I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, but we used to go snowmobiling when I was a little kid. He always had a thing of blackberry brandy in the... The little back thing. You, know, you, always, yeah. you always get the little, you know, just the little, little nip, little nip to warm up. And you know, I, I remember feeling it kind of, you know, just all the way down your chest as you, yeah. you know, as, as you. And that was the burn I was looking for with the winter warmer. And 
so we basically dry hopped it with the ghost peppers. And then, you know, it's it's the brewing industry. It's a rough job. Someone's got to do it. But we, we check that beer every single day. Okay, is it ready? Is it ready? Because I didn't want it to be the, you know, blow the side of your face off spicy that some some beers that I've had have been. Right. And so it finally got to the point where it's like, no, not today, not today. Okay, today. No, we need to rack it now, right now, and get it off the peppers and all of that. And I was really happy with where it where it landed. And people would just buy it like in the little five-ounce samplers, and they'd, they'd get another beer to go with it. And it was like a little beer and a shot. They'd just you know, kind of go back and forth in the tap room. So hmm. I'm going to try and recreate it again this year. Nice. It's going to be some nice... I don't know. I kind of like the hot beers. So, unlike Ken over here, uh, I will definitely take, like, um, you know, Odd Size Firefly. That's definitely one of my favorites. I had, what did I, I had Dragon Mead's Ring of Fire, and that was the oh. second worst experience I ever had with beer. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first? Uh, it involved a pepper beer at the Fall Beer Festival, <laughs> which destroyed my taste buds for the entire festival. <laughs> was that the ghost pepper one, like, two years ago? Uh, no, this was, this was uh, a couple years ago, like, four or five. Uh, somebody, I, I went with some friends, uh, and somebody's like, "Here, try this," and I just didn't think anything of it, and I just took a sip, and it just it hit my tongue, and it was the worst experience ever. You know, it's just so funny to hear that you and I, when we say the worst experience ever with beer, we're polar opposites. <laughs> well, you went to Central, yeah, yes, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yes. Mine involved thirty racks and uh, bad times. Oh, for God's sake! Well, I'm, I'm I'm sure I have some stories, not to match yours, but on that same scale, like that side of the spectrum. But no, like my my worst experience is still just bad, bad. Like you can have a bad beer and it can ruin your night. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a beer, like, bad beers that just destroy my taste buds and just ruin. You know, I don't, I, I can't recall ever having a bad beer. Like, I, like, I always tell the story of the reason why I don't like dark beers is because when I went through Germany, um, I was in Cologne hanging out, and instead of just going down and getting a Kolsch, every, like, the common area of every hotel has a beer cooler, and I grabbed a Guinness thinking, oh, this will just be fine. So I was drinking a Guinness like it would be a German Kolsch, and the viscosity and the dirtiness of the milky sockiness of the Guinness completely <laughs> turned me off to stout beers. But that didn't stop me from grabbing another beer and saying, all right, well, let's try this again. I don't know. I've, I've literally had beers where I've had one beer, and it's ruined. i just like, I don't want to drink anymore. I'll have a water. I think anybody who's judged, especially at like homebrew meetings or competitions, has had a bad beer. I probably think the worst couple of words you ever hear at a homebrew meeting are, something's wrong with this. Here, try it. <laughs> <laughs> so being part of the Motor City Mashers for, uh, since their founding, I mean, there are some horrible beers that I can think of. And one of them, it, it wasn't a horrible beer, but it was like over the top and it was spiced over the top. And it just ruined your palate for the entire night. Um, which is, it was a good beer, but you couldn't taste anything beyond that. And that's the thing is the lingering flavors. But in, in regards to beer and bad beer, and we can definitely segue into this, what is up with all the drain pouring videos lately? Uh, a lot on the, you know, some I, of the Facebook groups the last couple of weeks. It seems. Have, 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 well, let's, let's, let's start with the three. Have you guys ever drain poured a beer before? Like it was so bad that you couldn't finish it and you just dumped it? Um. As a home brewer, as a home brewer, yeah, and they were my own. Okay, that's especially especially the ones where 
uh, back 2004, we moved, and it must have gotten boxed up. And like 2010, I'm like digging through a box, and the thing's been just in the shoved in the corner. And it's like I can only imagine. And it's like, oh god, this was not a beer that should have been <laughs> aged. And you know, so then you have to try it yeah, just for right. science. Yeah, you try it, and it's like, oh no, no. But I mean, like this, I'm talking is, like a major beer. Like you went out and you grabbed a shorts, the double magician, which is just what happened. I'm drinking right now. Is it delicious? I actually like it. I don't know why I say I actually like it as if I shouldn't like it. It's not an IPA. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I I just don't understand commercially. No, I don't. I don't think I've ever ever really poured. One I was gonna out. say you probably haven't even had a beer yet. What about you? <laughs> I actually have. You've um, had a beer. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but it, it was... It She's was, starting to build a pyramid of cups in front of her over there. No, it was actually a, a brewery that I really love on tap, but I don't like in the bottles. And I So you're saying one, it's better on draft? Yes. And I had one nice. in the bottle that I was like, meh, yeah, going down the drain. So there's this... I, and rare. I, I don't know how much you guys may pay attention to the, the internets and the Facebook groups, um, the the fan groups, I should say, not like the the collectible groups or anything like that. But there's this trend of people who are literally they don't like a beer or a beer that they've aged turns sour, and they'll literally take a video of themselves dumping a beer. And I, I yeah, just it I, just I've seen that. I don't get it. Neither do I. Makes me sad when they pour beer down the drain. I the only time I've ever dumped a beer is when I didn't finish it because I may or may not have passed um, out. Yeah, yeah. May, may or may not have passed out. Just and I woke up and that beer is still halfway full. And I'm like, uh, you oh. <laughs> you know what? I, I think what's really frustrating is because it's not what the brewer intended. And, you know, you can dump it because the brewer didn't intend it. But sometimes the brewer didn't intend a certain beer, but it ends up to be a really, really good beer. And and that's that's uh, along with that, like the brewer doesn't intend for you to age the beer unless it says to age the beer like i i only know one beer off the top of my head that says age and that's dogfish head 120 yeah Mm -hmm. and you know what i've learned about brewers if they don't want you to drink that beer then they don't release it till they've aged it typically to where you want to drink it right so they're typically not just putting beer out there for anyone to just i think that's why i've stopped celery and i've stopped as much as i didn't get as crazy as some people i know I, I stopped collecting beer. I stopped chasing after beer because, one, there's just so many beers out there to try. Um, there's so many breweries out there for, you know, at, at least people like us who are blessed to be in Metro Detroit. And we can go, you know, 20 minutes in one direction and pass by five breweries everywhere we go. Right. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm a big practitioner of the unintentional cellaring. You know, he'll be cleaning out the, the basement, you know, every so often. Yeah. Like, Oh, I still have a couple yep. of those. Whoops. <laughs> Had that happen every well, time. And, every and time. That, that's happened a few <laughs> times, but again, that's not you that was that was unintentional. Yeah. You weren't planning you weren't, oh, I'm gonna save that. Because I think a lot of that also comes from the fact that once you start saving it, you've put that beer on such a pedestal that one, the flavor is not gonna match up to whatever you want most of the time. Uh, or it's gonna be something completely different than what the brewer intended. Right. Or it's it's just it's just really really it's not bothersome, but I feel like it's wasteful in regards to what the brewery intended. Now, there are people who I know who sell their beer because they just buy too much, but they're also the same type of people. Like, if somebody wants the beer, they'll open the beer, or if they have the beer and somebody else wants it, they'll trade the beer, and they're not going to trade it for 
over overvalue like haha i've got this beer and you don't so i'm gonna make sure that you don't get but i mean what if what if the beer is just too big i mean that that's part of i, I think from some of the articles that i've seen where uh a lot of breweries have started to go away from the bombers because you know you have this beer that's down there but you know like like evil twin molotov cocktail heavy that's a double IPA that's 17.2. I can't take that on my own, and my wife doesn't drink. <laughs> so, you know, I need some buddies to come over and help me do the buddy system on this thing cause, or else I'm falling out. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. So when the last time I had a bomber like that to myself, uh, I had parents' Big Grizz. Love Big Grizz. We're getting ready to release that again. And I literally I had it on my birthday. And I literally poured, I had this giant glass, and I just poured the entire bomber into this giant glass. And I was drinking that for like two and a half hours, but that was it. Like, I wasn't going to have any more beers because I knew if I did, I was going to get completely like blitzed. Yeah. And I wasn't in the mood to get blitzed. And like, I, I, I feel like as I've, if I, as I've gotten older, I've definitely felt, I don't, I don't like the feeling of being drunk anymore. I hate it. Oh my gosh! When I was younger, yeah. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. being tipsy, feeling loose, having fun with friends. Because I was never really drinking by myself, mind you. I was going out six nights a week, <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's not much drinking you could do by yourself when you're out six nights a week. Right. But now, minus so like the the whole thing that happened in Asheville, I was intending on hitting two places. I was intending to hit Wicked Weed and then driving over to New Belgium. Like, have, have a beer at Wicked Week, go to New Belgium, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I ran into the Diageo. Diageo! Hey, dude! Guy. <laughs> and we decided to uh, just... It's a Christmas miracle! Make it, make it this entire night. But going back to, like, drain pouring and pouring out these beers, like, it's so hard for me to just dump a beer, especially if I p- bought it. Yeah, with how much those things cost. I mean, I, 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 and I still feel the the one where the dude drain poured a CBS, which I kind of feel like that whole thing was just staged, and he just filled that. He just basically went to Costco and got himself a big ass bottle of soy sauce, filled it up, and wanted to dump it just to pretend it, that he was dumping it. But is it is that like then the people that go and buy Apple products and bash them in front of the people sitting in line? I mean, oh my gosh, the smash my iPod.com or whatever. Smash my iPad, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess Excuse me, I forgot all about that group. Because they used oh, to shit. have a website for smash my ps3.com, smash my Wii.com. Oh my god. I forgot all about that. No. Clean up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely interesting to uh like to equate it, but it's it's hard to I, I don't know, like you, you you were talking about accidental cellaring. Have you cellared before and uh, like on purpose? I guess you could say um, a little Do bit. You still, not so much anymore. I just is I, it because you work in a brewery or I just don't have time to get to the beer store okay. and buy a bunch of stuff to sit on it for a while. Is there anything that you've made that you're still sitting on from a year or two ago? Maybe like your first batch of something that's just. In a corner, someone they're shaking their heads. Yes, yeah, so don't lie to me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. What stuff, are you hiding? We have stuff laying around for different reasons. Either you know something went wrong, or we you know decided it wasn't something we wanted to keep on tap anymore. Have you guys had a happy accident yet? Yeah, uh, Belgian table beer. Yep. Really. So I have a, a Motor City Mashers barrel from two thousand eight. 2009, 
on. Why don't, why don't you tell everyone what Motor City Mashers is So first. that's my homebrew club. And they are, we have an awesome barrel. And I've got all of them back from the original um, barrel initiation. And we've got all of those ready to go. So I am very, very pleased to do that. And if we can release any of them anywhere, um, I think that that would be a great vertical, you did vertical be, tasting. You'd need probably something, someplace with a lot of taps like Brown Iron Brewhouse, which has 69 taps in Washington. I don't know. Michigan. I feel like every time I say 69 taps, I'm corrected and it's something else. Well, it's 66 <laughs> and four outside. So that's 70. Yes. Yeah, but it's one split, <laughs> so it's 69. One split? Where is it split? Uh, that way. Well, if it's split, then wouldn't it be 71? Damn it, I'm just telling you, it's 60, <laughs> 69 taps. In Washington Township. Uh, Were you there not too long ago? I was there on, yeah, I was there on Sunday for a funeral. That was lovely. Uh, How was the poutine? It was actually really good. Super good. Um, the chef, that, that was a happy accident. Like, I was overly full, but I was like, you know, I'm going to power through this one. Because that's that's some good food. That's that's definitely probably my favorite bar food is poutine, not bar food, brewery food, I should say. Yeah, I don't know. It's got its it's got its place. I think it's overly heavy, to be honest. You know, you can't go and have a heavy beer after you eat poutine. Says who? Oh, sorry, <laughs> but um, nice big double oatmeal stout. And, yeah, you know, like a poutine. Like that. Yeah. Like a giant IPA and then just fries and cheese curds. This double cream gravy stout. You're going to need an extra shit. stall in the men's room. Or the women's room, really. <laughs> like, who does number two work for? Is that where you're going? <laughs> you do at that point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. An Austin Powers okay, reference. Okay, Mike Myers. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, you. You, you've, you've had happy accidents. Um, yes, have, and, have and, you, and unhappy ones. And un, unhappy ones. Have what, what was? Have you had beers that you expected like to to turn out one way, and it just was not anything that you expected? Like to the point where either you just either renamed it, re, redid it, or just dumped it. Um, we've we've dumped batches. I mean, we we have dumped batches where it just you know it's not it's not right. It, it's not. It's not going to get better if we let it age, and it's not something we're going to put our name on. You know, we we took a lot of lumps when we opened up. Most of them deservedly so for, you know, some of the problems we had with the beer, but as we've moved along, you know, yeah, we've definitely gotten to the point where it's like, nope, this one's not not good enough, and it's, you know, you want to talk about a drain pour when... when when you know, when when you're talking seven barrels, that's uh, that that's not. A, I didn't take a video because that's not something I want to be reminded. I was going to say, <laughs> yes. it, was, it was really scary to say, yeah, I think we should dump this. That was horrible. So, so I have an idea, and I, I think before we go to break, this might be something that you guys can do because I feel like the next time it happens, um, have you ever heard of the term Selena scene? So it's this it's this meme trend online where they do the Celine Dion my heart will go on like when Jack falls off into the water. Oh god. So you you have it go and then um when when she screams out into her her part of the chorus where it goes you're, you're here. here. 
Like yeah, that's when you no. dump the barrel, Jesus. and I guarantee you can make some YouTube money off oh, of no, that. You know, or what you do is it's just the pan flute to so you just raging gushing into the drain. <laughs> if, if only our our drains would handle that. I mean, well, I mean, you only need to have like forty five seconds of the uh, of the pan flute. Of the, yeah. well, I mean, in a sloped floor. Apparently, yeah. and I guess just stand directly over the grates just to be able to do it. Yeah, grates. <laughs> so, have you guys thought of bringing out contractors to fix the issues? Or yeah, it's just we're we're so small, and right now it's kind of a it's it's not it's an issue, but it's not the biggest thing we're dealing with. We you know we can kind of work around it and make it work. Uh, what is the biggest deal? Seventeen-year-olds brewing at your brewery? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, he's hey, not supposed Daniel's, to say it. Daniel's been great. Um, just, I was going to say you wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're still technically not the youngest brewer in the state. No, I'm not even the youngest graduate from Schoolcraft College. So that's. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Someone was 20 and a half when they graduated. Well, we, we've wow. talked about it on this show. The old head brewer at Rare Bird used to be, was 20 when I met him. I think he was 14, actually. He, he might have been. He, <laughs> I mean, he, he he definitely looked as if he should not have been brewing, but I guess as long as you have the right, uh, the right forms. Yeah. Are you sure you're 22? Yeah. What was the first beer you ever had? The first beer I've ever had? Yes. Regardless of age. Just oh, regardless of age. Regardless of age. Uh, let's see. It's okay to say Bud Light. It was probably Bud Light. There you go. <laughs> mine was what Smirnoff was... Ice Triple Black. Ugh. See, mine, mine would have been... Sh- I'm going to show my age here. I was here. 16. Shut the hell up, man. <laughs> I'm going to show my age here. E and B? Probably... Black Label. Yeah, black, like I, Black Label. I was, or yeah. I was actually going to say Black Label, too. Maybe even Old Milwaukee. I don't know. Oof. Oh, yeah, even better. Molson Ice. 40s of old Milwaukee. Michelob. Michelob lager. First wow. accidental beer. Um, How do you have a, an accidental beer? All right, let's a beer, beer. It was it was at my family's uh, family reunion, and a Budweiser appeared, didn't appear, like I didn't even pay attention, was in the soda, and I grabbed a red can thinking it was Coca-Cola and popped it up. Bullshit. <laughs> Are you kidding? I gave it to my grandfather right away. It was the most disgusting thing in the world. That's why my first beer to like drink after that, other than seven and sevens, because I was for some reason drinking seven and sevens when I was like twelve. <laughs> um, uh, Mike's hard lemonade for sure. Uh, uh, that was my. Yeah. Did, when you gave that beer to your grandpa, did you say this tastes like City Club? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thankfully, at the age of five, I did not know what City Club was. Yeah, that changed. <laughs> Little did I know, fourteen or thirteen years later, wow, hanging out in the uh, the parking garage that is now DTE headquarters downtown. <laughs> that parking garage is actually belonging to MGM Grand. Yes, it does. Does it? Yeah, that's their parking garage. That's not ours. Oh no, 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 no! Oh no, the 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 parking garage that was next to City Club. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, like, gone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's gone. I'm, like, I'm, that I'm was talking, like, 15 even, years that ago. That was, like, long before I got a job there. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, what, what was your first beer before we go to break? Uh, Guinness, actually, was my uh, breakthrough. Get, that was my breakthrough. Um, but Ow. I was just talking about um, uh, one of our really good up-and-coming brewers is probably 19 years old. Mm. She's a shorts brewing uh, Fermenta member. Sure. And okay. she is going to be awesome as soon as she gets 21. So, 
Nice. You can yeah. definitely uh, hear more about shorts because we had Pauline on for shorts. Yep. Twice. And we had Pauline and on for fermenta. Two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you're back. Yeah. Hey. What's going on? I guess we could have teamed up and did both of them in one. Right. But uh, no, we were glad she was a great interview. Uh, but we will be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back, episode 119 of the Better on Draft podcast. And as always, with segment three. It's five questions <laughs> with Matt Bush. Can we just record that drop? We don't even need to pay five, somebody five bucks. We got Rob. Nope. He's got those <laughs> sexy baritones. What That's was the guy's crazy. name? It, it, you got to pay me at least $1,000 just to get out of bed. Damn. I believe somebody. Who, who, who's I, the, who, I believe a famous model had said that once. Who's the guy who did that does the pillow talk voice on 100.3? Oh, jeez. What was his name? Uh, Alan Ullman. Alan Ullman, Alan. yes. We need, we, with with uh, Summer Madness playing in the background. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I remember that shit. So before we get too far. Pillow talk. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) We did uh, NFL predictions before the season began. Oh, Jesus. You actually actually kept that? I did. Damn, we did. I don't even know what I put. I don't even want to know what I put. I I wonder what I put. Rob, do you want to guess what you chose? Can can I take a guess for him just to see if I was right? (laughs) Does it involve Pittsburgh? No, it doesn't. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Rob, do you want to guess who you thought would be in the Super Bowl? Um... I mean, I, I think I pretty much just... I, I, that's right. I think I said it was just going to be a rematch. You picked the Cowboys and the Raiders. I did not pick the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> did. What? You went for Dak? Dan, uh, Dan, Ken, do you want to know who you picked? No. You picked the Texans and the Seahawks. What the hell was wow. I drinking that night? I would... Nick, I would Nick, what the hell were we all drinking? Um, I am systematically programmed to hate the Cowboys. I, I, I want to for anything. <laughs> I want to see if it was a rematch. Nick, you did pick a rematch. Atlanta, oh, New England. Picked the, and then right. I picked Kansas City versus Green Bay. So, so, so am I the only one that got only, a single exactly, team right? Yeah. So I can, right. I can finally delete all of this. <laughs> so does that have to go on your iCloud backup anymore? No, I don't have iCloud, although Ken did tell me that he once saw something from my phone that was on our iCloud. So <laughs> maybe I do have an iCloud account. Oh, I am I so ashamed. I have no idea why. Yeah. I, I was so, um, all right, so. Did a little you bit of research. <laughs> Being in Minnesota, we're gonna Minnesota. do we're gonna do a prices right style here. Oh God! How many registered craft breweries are in the state of Minnesota? I can either do we can either do uh, still closest closest to the pin, or I can do A B C D. Uh, no, just do closest. Okay, yeah. like CTP. CTP. Yes. All right. Pin. Okay, so Ken, you are to my left, so you go first. I am gonna say. The land of 10,000 lakes. That's a lot of water. Means <laughs> there is Not 10, breweries. 150 breweries. 223. Uh, 210. Gail. 131. Rob? I was going to pull a card sharks and go a little bit lower. A little bit lower. Uh, I was going to 116. 135. Shouldn't shouldn't one person have said you know one you one know, just because there's always the one person that says <laughs> if, if one, we were right? doing the true prices right I would have totally done one one what? brewery Bob one brewery and, and if someone said one before me I would have said screw you over two <laughs> right two you guys are all over the answer is one hundred nine one hundred nine really really who was closest Rob one sixteen one sixteen 
So that is according to Wikipedia, so that could be correct. That could be not. Who knows? That could have been edited. Let's check the Brewers Association, I'm sure. Hold on a second. Let's go a- check Wikipedia in about two minutes. I need to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, don't let get me, me started uh, on that Let shit. me log into my Wikipedia I deal with so much of that as it here. is. All right. So, okay. Facebook was splattered today with the Wing Bowl 26. Did anybody see this? I don't even know the what the Wing Bowl 26 so, is. 26. Obviously, no, no, there's 26 not, of them, and I missed Google, the first 25. So Shit. <laughs> wing Bowl 26 is the annual chicken wing eating competition that is held wing bowl. in okay. Philadelphia the day or the weekend before the Super Bowl. Oh, God. Had to be extra special so, considering. 30 minutes you get to eat as many wings as you can. Oh. Let's go ahead and do this circle game. Let's do this. Price is right again. Ken, the winner had 30 minutes to eat as many chicken wings as they could. And how many did they Never eat? Never seen a man eat so Actually, many you know chicken what? wings. We're going to start with Nick. We're going to go <laughs> counterclockwise. Nick, so... Go ahead and... Uh, I got that. Did you really? I got that. It's the South Park <laughs> reference. Yep. <laughs> How number of How wings... How many chicken wings eaten? In a half hour. In a half hour. No, when you say wing, do you mean like... I, I don't the know. The thigh, the middle, I, and... I don't know. I just read chicken wing. Experts yeah, are they ate boneless? Ex- <laughs> probably not. Those are called chicken nuggets. Do they eat the bone? <laughs> I'm going to guess no. That would probably be... A health hazard. I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> it's gonna be nauseating. Is the number? Yeah, it is. Two hundred and ten. Damn. I'm going much much worse than that. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, we're talking half an hour. I mean, I mean, look at at, at how many hot dogs Joey Chestnut Joey can Chestnut eat in basically eight minutes. So yeah, but hot dogs are easier because you can dip up in the water and the lemonade or whatever. Yeah, but you can do the same thing yeah. with, uh, dip with the hot sauce. It's still with the well. Are we, well, yeah, here we're, we're talking bone in. Well, here, right. right? Well, here before. You, but I mean, if you got the the gap in your teeth like this, I mean, you could just and just just siphon just, just, oh just take God. the chicken right so here. The here's a, here's a question. A so he's saying week. Michael Strahan's a natural. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's a. I'm not going to change my answer, but here's a question for everyone else for you, man. I don't know the answer. You I know, know. I know. Are they one. playing chicken wings? Probably. I don't know. Right. That was gonna be my. <sighs> I would say they, they can't be because you would get sick of eating the same flavor for thirty minutes. Well, it definitely I wouldn't be the blazing wings that be uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, hell no, no, no. You're gonna so, have to have someone go uh, Rob, get an operation done. <laughs> I'm not looking. Calm down. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to chew it. <laughs> You're looking at the freaking monitor. For God's sakes. Uh, Number of chicken wings eaten in 30 minutes, Rob? 485. Oh, Gail. Wow. Does that include emesis? I don't know what that means. Uh, vomiting. No. Reversal. No reversal of fortune. No reversal of fortune. No rever- that would ca- cause de- disqualification. 545. Oh, my oh. God. Daniel. I'm going 450. 450. 224. 224. Rob, what was your answer? Uh, 485. 486. What? Last year the winner was 444. Holy This year was 501. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Wow. wow. Where's a soundboard when you need that, man? That, so, was, that was simply like... <laughs> we, we need some sound effects like, whoa! So I did a little bit of math. I went on to oh, man. Um, one of those fitness apps. A chicken wing is 130 calories for the two pieces, the, the bottom part and the lower. Is that just plain? Plain yeah. cook or deep fried or whatever? Yeah, so that's 130 calories per wing. So okay. that would be 32,565 calories consumed in 30 minutes. Mm, that's, that's 
enough calories for a healthy person for 16 days. Oh, uh, yeah, roughly 18, <laughs> correct. Yeah, because what? Isn't the typical... Like 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. All right, so we all have beers in front of us. Oh, do we? Yeah. So I, I was just curious when you either. said that number. I'm like, I wonder what the... Because I know Michael Phelps' giant diet, but he only does 12,000 calories a day. So, and I think to, to lose a, a pound is 3,500. So, yeah. Ugh, I don't even want to yeah. think about that. So we have a beer here. It's it's a Michigan craft beer. Yeah. It is a 3.68 out of 5 on rate beer. It is a 6.5 ABV. The description reads as such. Cola brown in color with ruby highlights and heavy haze. Poured with a moderate creamy light tan foam. With medium low retention, sweet dark malt and brown bread aromas with light roasty and nutty notes, no hop aroma aromas. Ken's got to be loving that. Medium bodied with light carbonation and light warmth near the finish. Feel is a bit thin. Roasted malt flavors with sweet dark beneath. Light nutty notes with hint of earthy hops. Medium spicy hop bitterness. He said no hop. Okay. Bounces the maltiness <laughs> through the middle. Sweet, dark, bready malt flavors near the end. Finished with a light bitterness and a toast, a touch of roasted malt. Well balanced with a good malty character. Feel it was a bit thin for the roasty character and not really appropriate for the style. Didn't change my score. Easy drink overall. Pretty tasty. So somebody was way too into themselves to... Who did that? We don't Some know. asshole on rate beer. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, let's, I, I mean, you put it in the judge's hands, and she's got to be so listening to that like, what what the hell are they even talking about? Now, Gail, do you agree <laughs> with that description, or are you? No. No, no she's saying absolutely <laughs> no. I feel like I've had this before. I know. I do, too. It, well, so automatic first question, is this a Michigan beer? Yes, this is a Michigan craft beer. All right, mm-hmm. so I got the Michigan brewery. So, no, he already said that. And just by the look of it. I just told you what it looks like. Well, no, no, <laughs> me looking at it. It looked like a sure. beer. It's huge. It's got legs. On Does the it glass. know how to use it? Does yep. he know how to use them? I don't know. This <laughs> easy top. Thank you, ZZ Top. Is this English mild? Mm mm. Mm mm. It's six five. It wouldn't be very mild. <laughs> uh-huh. well, hold on a second. Do some research myself. So let's. We, we've got. It's like we've a got a porter. Grandmaster Almighty Omega beer judge over here. One of two in the state. It's like a robust porter, maybe, but it's got legs, so it's got some alcohol. It's got. I think it's about six and a half percent alcohol by volume. That's just my guess, though. <laughs> I don't know. If uh, I, so, medium full body. I mean, chocolate coffee. Uh. Like a robust brown, robust porter. Are, are we starting with the side of the state? Or are, are we drawing a line? So so for, for, for our guests, the goal is to name the beer. It is a Michigan craft beer. We have three questions to get answers for. So we can ask only yes or no questions. And these questions can be anything from geography to style to um, anything in between. So we can try to like lower it to like, all right, is this... You know, a widely produced beer. So maybe if we try to go like north or south of, uh, you know, some some random line in the middle of Michigan or east or west of, say, one twenty seven. Arbitrary point, though. Hmm. Gail, do you think you've had this beer before? 
Possibly. I was going to say, I'm feeling the music, too, a little bit. Maybe it's I'm, – I'm still coming down from – like, when, when I went to see Darude, my ears were ringing for, like, three days. Forget it. Oh, yeah? Well, when I went to go see ACDC in 2015, my ears are still ringing. <laughs> Who's that? Some band with uh, – that doesn't even you sure wasn't? Are anymore. you sure you didn't see Ice Cube? Because he t- says that he keeps, keeps the heads ringing. I don't think Ice Cube. Ice Cube's too think, busy on the special victims unit. Yeah, I don't, and I don't. That's and Ice T. Oh, Ice, Ice T. Oh, that was same difference. I, that wasn't. No, there's not a same stop. difference. Well, all of you stop. It was Ice Cube. <laughs> that was not Ice Cube. Yeah, it that was. was not Ice T. That was Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Let's get to the beer. <laughs> <laughs> there's another show about beer and hip hop for somebody to listen uh, to. I just don't know. What yeah, I know. I need. I think I it's just called Beer and Hip Hop. To be honest, I need to get to that another podcast. All right, so we have a Michigan craft beer in the cup. Michigan I don't know. Does anybody not like this beer? I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. So everyone is again well not done. Well done. This is so not. Good. This is definitely one of the better beers you brought so in. So this is not Lever Two Thousand beer. Definitely not. No, no. 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 I, I don't think you would. You would drink a full pint of this. I, I don't think you've brought me a, a Lever Two Thousand Old Spice collab in like at least <laughs> a good two months. So are you yeah. are you upset that I've done that? Are, are you upset that I fell out on the? Old Spice collabs. I mean, no, right? Like right now, I'm, I'm, like right now, I'm Floral good. tannins. But yeah, don't, don't bring it. <laughs> All just, right, Ken. just keep this shit coming. All right, so um, let's let's get one question out of the way. Yeah, let's let's try to get somewhere. Uh, so let's go. Is this east or west? Or sorry, is this west of Lansing? Yes. Okay. Hmm. So west of Lansing, we got Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Traverse City. Muskegon, Marquette, Marquette, all the way up to Bel Air, uh, Iron Mountain, yeah, yeah. Uh, Petoskey, Petoskey. Okay, uh, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Petoskey's, yeah, Mackinac, yeah, no, Mackinac is east of uh, Marshall. Uh, Marshall is west. Okay, so we we got at least Battle a general Creek. area. Yeah, so we've we got a general style. It's either a porter or a brown. Uh, some a little chocolatey, a little coffee. I go with brown, brown ale. Should be right in my wheelhouse then if it's right, brown. Right, ale. it should. Like I know it. It's like it's a barrel aged Bel Air brown or something. No, it's not a barrel <laughs> aged for sure. There's no. zero. Heat oh yeah, no, I know. There's, there's so no barrel smooth. In At least I don't. So and it's got to be. It's it's so it's going to be distro. Like it's not going to be from. Um, the brewery tap house itself, unless it's like, well, it's not going to be because he would have had to have gone there today and he didn't go there today. I don't mm-hmm. trust him. West Atlanta. Did you did you use the description on your phone? I'm looking up. I'm looking up beers right now. He's looking at. He's probably can't find anything. <laughs> I got a couple. He was playing choices. Pokemon for a second. He's Aww. an iGen. They can find anything on that phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going with brown. Now. I was gonna say, is this a Tide Pod border? Uh, is that one of your questions? No, it is not. That is not one of my questions. There's a beer name for you right there. The Tide Pod Porter. <laughs> right. Just call it like the TPC Porter. Yeah. Don't even tell people what it is. Nope. It's better than Todd Bridges Porter. Oh. It's like, ow. <laughs> Man, you're too young for that shit. Shut up. Matt's <laughs> muted for a minute. <laughs> Matt hosting his own five questions has been muted for a minute. <laughs> Uh, all right. So. so we can ask another geography question. Um, we could uh, literally ask if it's a brown ale, and he could say yes or no. I'd say yes. You'd say, so don't even bother asking if it's a brown ale. Or 
Porter. No. <laughs> um. So it's on the west side of the state, or west of Lansing. Gosh, this is this is definitely hard for me. Like, it's my, I love it. I, th- I think it's a really good beer. I hope you have some more for me to drink. Oh, uh, no, I, I mean, just... If, I would have if, if we didn't have six people. As I say, if if we go geography again, then probably what we should do is either cut it down by either saying north or south of Muskegon. Muskegon. South. So south of Muskegon would be basically Marshall, Kalamazoo, Grand, Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids, Saugatuck. Right. I'm just saying if, if, if that was a thought of going to another geography question, then... That would Holland. Know, at least split it up. Huh? Yeah, New Holland. Odd side. What's odd sides, brown ale? Like D's nuts? I thought odd side <laughs> was north of Muskegon. No, odd side south of Muskegon, Joseph. Oh. Cities south of Muskegon would include Grand Haven, Comstock Park, oh. Grand Rapids, uh, Battle Creek, uh, Holland, Kalamazoo, and. Portage, latitude 42. Ooh, is this life water? Dwajiak. Dwajiak. Dog Town. Oh, yeah. Kazoo. Pullman. Random as shit. Allegan. Random shit. Hastings. Lat 42? Like a. Enough doesn't match the ABV. Oh, well. I was going to say. It was a really random guess, which was Life Water from uh, Latitude 42, which you would have gotten on draft. I, I think you got this in a bottle. I might have. Is that a question? Lucifer is dark. Can I ask that question? If you'd like to. Is is this beer distroed in a bottle or can? Yes, it is. Okay, so it's not a draft-only option. Correct. On hmm. to question number three, good sir. Question number three. Yeah, we're getting we're getting close to the time. We gotta figure this out. Uh, let's go. Let's let's just let's just try to get it to a city. Um, I have a feeling I I I might know what it is. Yeah, he's about to pull out of his ass. He's sandbag McGee over here. <laughs> All right, I'm so I so, I'm, so I'm gonna pick the city Charlotte. Okay, which is south of Grand Rapids, north of Marshall and Kalamazoo. Is this brewery south of Charlotte? Of Charlotte, Michigan. Charlotte, Michigan. Let me pull out my handy-dandy Google Maps. 127. <laughs> Let's see. Kind of giving some cowbell right now. W- what's the name of the brewery? I'll help you out. <laughs> it is not south of Charlotte, Michigan, according to the Google Mappies. Ooh. At least on the latitude-wise. <laughs> Wait a what just happened? <laughs> that is the at least not latitude yeah, wise. So like looking at it latitudinally. All right, you got a bad latitude. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, it's not Kalamazoo or Marshall. Mm-hmm. So it's Saugatuck. It's Grand Rapids. Anything in Grand Rapids. But not not too much bottles in Grand Rapids, though. Like, as much as Grand Rapids is a haven, this has got to be a bottle or a can distro east side of the state, because I don't believe you went to the west side of the state to get it. Um, So, I mean... I can only tell you style, not who did it. 
well, come on. We brought you in here just for category number three. Only style. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. Yeah. I mean, what if it was just, well, no. I, it, it's been a long time since I've had Founders Porter, but I don't think that's, that's it. She says it's a brown, not a porter. I just said it could have been she a robust been porter. If it's yeah. a porter, it's brown porter. <laughs> so. Mm. <sighs> uh, I, think, I think we're tapping. I think we need to just get one guess. So let's figure out a brewery. All right. Um, brown ale. Uh, I might punch you if you just pull this out of your ass. I might be really. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think the one I was going to throw out. Doesn't Brewery of Avant do one? Brewery of Avant? I, I thought they did a brown ale. I don't, I don't think they, they distro. Is this Super Trooper? I'm just going for a guess. You said it was- Sorry. Uh, the poet? Oh, Cabin Fever. Oh, Cabin New Fever. Holland. New Holland. Ah. That's a good one. I, I went with really, really far north to try to, to, try to get it. You said, is it north of Charlotte? I said, no. I saw, oh, yeah, I guess. You, you said it was north of Charlotte. I yeah, said, I asked you if it was south of Charlotte. Yeah, Big correct. brown. All right. So, okay. question number four. Um, what do you feel? This is kind of more of a group talk. Is the perfect football beer? And what is the best snack with your, your with a good football beer? Uh, Perfect football beer. It's got to be something that's sessionable, something that's crushable. Yeah. So I will <laughs> go ahead. I'm 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 gonna go with the the beer that I I think uh, I see it on the table now. Fat Tire, New Belgium. No, you, this is the their their Belgian wheat. Uh, it's still that's fat a tire. good one. Yeah, I love that one. Regular Fat Tire. Yeah. I still drink IPAs. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe all day IPA, but then you get a all day hangover the next day. Oh, it's just borrowing happiness from tomorrow. Yeah. Gail? I go with a homebrew bitter and nachos. I just pretty much would just take down a no rules and just a side of re- regret. I don't even want to remember this game. <laughs> no rules Ow. paired with regret. <laughs> At that point, you might as well, I mean, just drink Ice House. <laughs> I'm not having that bad of a day. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, we just bust out the bourbon at that point? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want to go macro, and I want to say PBR. You know what? I'm going I'm to throw, I'm going to stick with Nick on this one, not with the PBR, though. I think the best football or sports beer is the Twist Top Miller slash Coors Lights. Okay. Because... You get nine of them, which is really a 12-pack because they're uh, 16 ounces. Yeah. Plus they're that resealable. So uh, if somebody knocks you, you know, knocks the table or whatever, it's not going to fall and spill on the floor if you have properly sealed your beverage. The Miller Lite would probably be a second for me, um, but I, I don't know. Just PBR, growing up in college, um, you know, $2, 16-ounce cans at bowling alleys during bowling tournaments. Uh, that's you know that's my personal choice, but I think Miller Lite would be a close second. All right, last question. Uh, we got to wrap this up. So, if you could have a Super Bowl of beer, it doesn't have to be one beer against it, once against another. But if you could pit two things in the beer world against each other, what would you, what would you do? This is like a fight to the death type thing. Yeah, like my answer was CBYs versus Hungry Bears. Oh, that's. A- <laughs> 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 and he's done. And he is. I didn't done for the bears, night. But I, <laughs> <laughs> the CBY's part I had for sure. Sharks? <laughs> Sharks? With laser, with with laser beams? Yeah. Freaking yeah. lasers. So what, what do you guys think? 
is something that in the craft beer world or just the beer world in general needs to kind of settle itself out? All the New England IPAs. Well, we tried that. It didn't work that well. <laughs> like, yeah, what's, mm. what's the biggest enemy to you guys? Small enemy? craft brewer and Dearborn. Light? No enemy. No enemy? <laughs> no. The major traffic shift we have on Michigan Avenue right oh, now. Geez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Haven't been out there in a while. Is it bad? Uh, we've got a huge construction project going on right across oh, the street. God. And so they've, like, shut down the left turn lane on Michigan Avenue. Oh, shit. And shifted the traffic out so they can do the work on the front of the structure. So. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, what it, for you, it sounds like it'd be, like, Imperial versus Sessions. I'm thinking, like, um, celebration versus maybe something else. Um, trying to think of what. Like, celebration as in, like, times to drink? Like, when's the best time to drink? Like, Danny and Y versus a celebration? Uh, yeah, like, okay. every day. No, celebration. <laughs> uh, Sierra Nevada celebration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, versus, I don't know. Um, hmm. Spotted cow? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Then you're going to lead me into, like, the Tart series, and I'm going to go <laughs> way off. Uh, yeah, Celebration versus uh, Sun King, maybe. Maybe we'll have that. Like a Sun King. Yeah. Rob, is there a battle that you'd like to see happen in the beer world? Fatal four-way. Okay. Parents No Rules, Founder CBS, Funky Buddha Morning Wood, Breweries Chocolate Rain. Chocolate wow. rain. <laughs> <laughs> Nick? Get a deserted island and grab all the CBYs and stick them out there, Battle Royale style. Put them on the Lost Island. Like Lost Island. Full on the movie or the book? Well, I've never read or, the book. Lost is a TV show. Uh, no, I'm talking about Battle Royale. I would say the movie because I've never read the book. Okay. Well... All right. Nick doesn't read. I still prefer Hungry Bears. <laughs> Dude, I watch it. I read enough for freaking school. I don't want to read anymore. The book is fucking amazing. I'm sure it is. It is. The, get, movie, the movie's good, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm, have have one person empty, open up their bag and get a frying pan. Or a frying a pan. A hot plate. A hot plate. Or uh, why not? Let's give them a freaking beer growler. Why not? <laughs> Everyone, here. This is your weapon of choice. Just give him a bottle of CBS <laughs> a and a <keg>. drain. <laughs> Dude opens up a backpack. He gets a growler brush as his weapon. <laughs> no. Every CBY on a desert island, you give him a Miller Lite, keg of Miller Lite? No, just give him a beer and then say that you can't drink it or you should drink it now. And they're like, well, I want to save it. <laughs> Everyone gets the most freshest bottle of Bourbon County. You are not allowed to drink it. <laughs> no, you'll get year-old all-day IPA. <laughs> No Five offense to founders, devil, devil but that was the first. Two-day-old zombie dust that's about to turn. Two-day-old. Two-day-old. <laughs> first, All right, that's, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. First one to drink yeah. and the collar explodes. All right, folks. Oh, come on, I'm dude. Get that out of here. <laughs> that's going to do it for us here at Better on Draft Podcast. Dearborn Brewing, thanks so much for coming out, guys. We had a guys. blast having thanks. you guys out. Make sure to check his ID before he uh, <laughs> gets it. Just come on back. Beers are better than ever. Definitely. 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 Go check them out over on, where are you guys? Michigan Ave? Michigan Avenue between Monroe and Oakwood, right in downtown West Dearborn. Just look for the giant construction project right across the street. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so why drive through it? Just stop and get beer. Exactly. That's going to do it for us here, Better Better on Draft. I'll go on, yo. Better than ever. Better than ever. Better than ever. 
Uh, that's going to do it for us. Instagram, Better on Draft. Twitter, Better on Draft. Facebook, Better on Draft. Untapped Bod Podcast. And Twitch TV Bod Podcast. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better on Draft. <laughs> better on Draft. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>